Boomguard has lost its mind. After just a week... God, has it only been a week? Jesus. Since I've been gone, it's like the entire city has changed into a battlefield. Fairies and their drug-addled servants have chased the police into hiding. I'm heading to the hospital now because it's all I can do to help. I miss the days of robbing vampires. Hello, and welcome back to Midtown Mythos. I, of course, am Noel. I'm Bran. And time to ruin your life. Yeah. Well, not not your life, dear listener. I mean, I, I hope that we're not ruining your life. It's my, it's my life that you're uh, ruining. Alright, so, where were we? I, uh, I was just leaving the uh, place that the police are hiding out. The uh, Dragon's Nest. Dragon's Nest, yeah, that's what it was called. Uh, and uh, I was heading to the hospital to get diabetes testing supplies. And for a change, not to actually get your own beaten, <laughs> broken body fixed. Actually, you know, with my gut in the shape it is in, I might want to get stitches or something while I'm there. Yeah, possibly. Oh, Assuming um, it's still operating like a hospital. Uh, <laughs> I guess we'll, we'll find out when I get there. Yeah, we'll get to that. <laughs> oh, boy. Alright, so you are heading out of the dragon's nest, and I'm going to go ahead and say that the pathway back, although it's rough... It's not going to be too busy or hectic because, well, frankly, the city's gone to hell in a handbasket. Yeah. It's not like you're going to be fighting traffic. <laughs> so, I will ask... Do dead bodies in the road not count as traffic? Can they honk their horn at you? I guess it would depend on the dead body. Most of them can. Maybe We're the clowns. No. Dead clowns? There aren't very many dead clowns in the Mythos world. Aren't very many? How many have I counted... What, dead clowns? Uh-huh. You haven't seen a single dead clown so far. Okay, good to know. I'll remember that. I mean, unless you count politicians or lawyers. hey Yeah. Anyway, uh, so... I, I just need a so counter. Like, <laughs> we need to just video record me and have just a so counter just <laughs> dinging in the background continuously. <laughs> do you want to take... I didn't say that time. Do so. you want to take a... Motherfucker. <laughs> Do you want to take a car to the hospital, or do you want to go there on foot? How far away is it? Uh, about, I would say, mile, mile and a half. Oh, that's not bad. Um, no, it's not bad at all. It's just down the road. I would say, yes, I want to take a car, just in case, uh, for carrying, like, supplies or whatever. I definitely get wanting to take the car, so that's not a problem. Uh, you are going to be running over some dead bodies in the street. I can't, we... uh, avoid them? Uh, I mean, I guess you can try to, but there's also cars, and the fact that the road is roughshod to hell. Mm, that's true. Uh, if you would like to go ahead and go ahead and just give me a blind D20 roll, no stat attachments or okay. trade attachments, To, I uh, say. attempt to not run, to, to try to respect the dead as much as possible. I feel like Persephone would appreciate me to trying to respect the dead. not just respect the dead as much as possible, but just to get the car there in one piece. Oh, all right. Shitty road, dead bodies, cars. 19. Yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and say you managed to more or less get there without an incident. Much like, uh, last, not last episode, the previous episode, Alex is much better at driving a car now that they're not a cabbie. Isn't it uncanny? Any who's it's. So, you managed to... Actually, that's number four if you really want to be technical. So, you managed to get to the hospital more or less intact, and 
the vehicle only once starts to make a weird sputtering noise, mm-hmm. which is actually. Did you guys even have a vehicle coming into town? Uh, I think I just conjured a vehicle for you guys out of thin air. No, so I had the van, uh, and we had ban- that I stole from uh, the vampire crazy guy. Uh, and once we got to the checkpoint, uh, we had to ditch it because Melano helped us sneak into the city as smoke. And then once we were in town, I stole a car, That's as right. Alex is wont to do. You get to the hospital. In a vehicle I've conjured out of thin air for you. No, in the vehicle I stole. When did you steal a vehicle? Last episode. I just said that. Alex stole it. In in the city. I don't recall you actually stealing a vehicle. I'm sure I did. I must have. Otherwise I wouldn't have a vehicle. I don't think you had a vehicle though. Yeah, because I stole it. I mean, you keep saying that, but I don't think that you did. I'm sure I did. I'm pretty sure I just absentmindedly had given you a car for no fucking reason. Except Alex stole the car, which is why, which is the reason that they have the car. So you're busting into a Honda Civic or blinking into a Honda Civic? Whatever. I'm getting into it and stealing it. So you blink into and hijack a Honda Civic. Uh Uh-huh. I'm I'm going to make anal beads out of dice and just pop them one at a time, just right up there. Mm-mm, I'm an unwilling participant. That's not going to happen. I'm going to kill you. <laughs> you get to the hospital, and you get out of the vehicle because you're not a fucking crazy person. Yeah, they don't usually like it when you bring the car inside. You've done that to places. Wait, when did I crash a car into a building? I mean, I know I crashed a taxi into the side of a building, but I don't think I actually took it inside. I'm pretty sure you've done it at least once. Someone someone tweet us. Just tweet us when Alex did something fucking stupid with a vehicle into a building. I'm sure it's happened. I'm I'm running on fumes, and I don't have the patience to try and remember the exact fucking episode that Alex did something stupid with a fucking car into the side of a building. I mean, Alex definitely drove a car to the side of a building and with the second taxi they got, but I don't think that they've ever actually taken it inside a building. That that uh, second taxi, uh-huh. uh, they actually put into a... Um, oh, was it, wasn't it like a streetlight, maybe? It was a fire hydrant. I thought the first taxi was the fire hydrant. Mm, no, the first taxi was something else. Because there's only ever two taxis. Well, technically, there were three. Oh, but... yes. Much later, when Alex went back in time, they got a third taxi. Which they didn't crash. I don't remember what happened to it, but I don't think they crashed it. Like uh, they... Oh, they y- traded it for the... Um, they traded it for the uh, the car. The uh, Buick LaSalle. That I uh, abandoned eventually. <laughs> I mean, it's still in, in town. Yeah. I, I had to abandon it. Well, I, I don't think it barely ran anymore. I think we had to like duct tape it back together because uh, Sam had tried to cut it in half. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean it was still there and it was still technically running. And it's yeah. still in the city, technically speaking. You just okay. need to go and find it. Yeah. You do <laughs> still own a two thousand five Buick Lasab. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm giving myself so much credit for that fucking Buick Lasab. 
Anyway. I even erased it from my thing because Alex doesn't really have much intention to go back and get it. It will come back for you. Ah. It will be Christine, the Buick LaSalle. Right? Isn't that the car? Isn't that a... Well, that's a people-killing car. Maybe it's more like Herbie. Does Herbie drive of his own accord? On rare occasion, yeah. Okay. But this is a LaSalle, not an accord. Yeah. I'm surprised you didn't make an Autobot joke. I mean, that would have been much easier than going through Christine and Herbie. Those are those are deep cut references, and I'm thrilled that you made them. But I, I never watched any of the Transformer movies. Anyway, so yeah, I fucking know. Keep counting them. See, I don't want them counted to my face. Then I'm self-aware. I want to count them after the fact in a video so I can be like, ah, I'm stupid in the past tense. Look <laughs> at me then. I'm so much better now. It's not, I would never do that now. Yeah, there you go. That's better. I'm going to just be really attentive of that. You're waiting for me to do another one. Mm -hmm. I can see it. You're at the hospital. Ugh. <laughs> I don't drive my car into the building. I don't drive it into a cop car. Uh, you're just outside of the hospital. You are not yet walking in. What do you want to do? Uh, what what is it? Uh, what's the situation look like? I mean, is it uh, are there like army guards outside? Is are there all the windows broken and people screaming and flames coming out of a window? A few of the first floor windows are broken. A couple of the second floor windows are broken. There's one window up on the fifth floor that's broken where it looks like someone may have jumped out of the window. But you don't see anyone around. Uh, and there's actually candlelight in a couple of the windows. Okay. Uh, I'm going to get my bow ready just so I'm prepared. And then uh, I'm going to head in with the others. All right, good call. Uh, just going to casually stroll in can i do a vision roll to see if, there, if i see anything else i mean it, it's only you're only doing it because i'm prompting a question of you're just going to casually stroll in but yeah you. Can... I, I, I was planning on doing a vision roll the whole time i okay. was sure i'll believe that go ahead 14 coast is clear captain okay yeah so uh yeah, I don't like it when you roll. Yeah, you should. Don't tell me why. Okay, yeah, uh, I'm armed uh, and I'm headed inside. It's very dimly lit in here. There's a couple of fires in the lobby. Uh, you can't tell if they were purposely lit or if they are the remains of another skirmish. Mm -hmm. But there are fires. There's a couple of dead bodies in some corners. Uh, there is a lot of blood on the floor, uh, mostly dried. Uh, there is no one alive in this room that you see, but it is a large lobby. It's not like it's a teeny tiny clinic or anything. Uh-huh. You're not really seeing anything that makes it feel like there's been relevant, real, like, hospital activity here of any sort in at least a couple of days. Okay. Uh, do I hear anything? Other than the crackling of those fires? No. Okay. Uh, are there any signs, um, in the lobby leading to where, uh, a pharmacy would be? You don't see any pharmaceutical signs. Uh, you do see a sign for the radiology department. Okay. 
as well as a sign leading to the surgical lobby, which okay. is a small separate area. Okay, I want to head over to the surgical lobby. Okay. Uh, go ahead and give me a vision roll. Twenty-six. Also, you're incredibly lucky. Yay! Yay. What you're seeing in here is some overturned chairs. There is a dead body of a woman hanging from the wall by seven arrows. There is a leak from the ceiling, actually. A slow, steady spritz of water coming out of the ceiling. You don't see any fires. The only light that is in here is actually coming from the other room. Can I look at one of the arrows that's got the lady pinned up on the wall? Are those regular arrows or are those overwrite arrows? Those are overwrite arrows. Um, out of the seven, because I know why you're examining them. Uh, of, I, I have two reasons. Anyway, carry on. They are overwrite arrows, and of the seven, three of them are still good. Uh, four of them, unfortunately, ended up finding steel in the walls. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the tips dissolved. Mm. But uh, three of them are still perfectly good if you would like those. I, I would like those, yes. I'm going to put those into your backpack. Okay. I'm going to put them into my quiver. Honestly, I'm assuming that you have that kind of slid halfway into your backpack. And they've got like one little section of the backpack partway open so you can just draw things out of the quiver from in the backpack. I, I figured the quiver, quiver had its own strap. I mean, I'm sure that it does. I just thought it would be cute if you're pulling the arrows out, like, right out of the backpack via the quiver. Yeah, that does sound kind of cute. Well, which do you want to put them in? Um, it's a secret. No, 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 I need this information. <laughs> because if the backpack gets separated from you, or They're the in the quiver. quiver. Which isn't in the backpack. Okay. Alright, so I will mention that to inspect those arrows, you did have to at least temporarily unknock your bow. Mm-hmm. Do you want to re-knock... That's a terrible word, but do you want to re-knock with an Oberite arrow, or do you want to re-knock with the arrow that you were using? I will continue using the same arrows. Uh, what did we decide the tips are on my arrows? Are those... Those are steel. Steel? Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, if you touch one, it will make Alex sad. Yeah, so I have to be very careful with my arrows. <laughs> yes. Not just because they're arrows. <laughs> that is correct. <laughs> Uh, oh, and of course, uh, you do have your little team with you of Odessa and Keith. Yes, they've just been entirely silent so far this episode. Oh, well, yeah, I, I just wanted to make sure that <laughs> I, you know I am, like, aware of them. Yeah. That they are around. That they just, pretty much as you said, they've been quiet and just watchful. Mm -hmm. Um, we're creeping. Yeah, Odessa may be a goofball, but she's... Not stupid. Yeah. She's a very clever dead lady. Um, are there any, like, supply closets or anything around? Go ahead and give me an intellect roll. What's my intellect? Seven? Eight. Oh, did you give me another point? Oh, no, I just am misremembering. Twenty-eight. I mean, technically, I did give you another point. It was just not recently. Well, not that recently. It was two episodes yeah. ago. I gave you a point <clears throat> for all of the uh, intellectuals you had to do to solve the gas station mystery. Yes. Yeah. But it didn't oh, really no, solve. Oh, no, hold on. It wasn't the gas thing. station mystery. It was the uh, research. The godly research. Oh, yeah. That sounds right. Yeah. yeah. Or maybe it was a combination of both. You don't yeah. know. Anyway, 28. All right. So, um, 
add another so. I said so. Oh, I want to get it. to add Thank two you. more. <clears throat> I'm not going to just every time you say the word so. That would be ridiculous. Oh, it has to be at the beginning of a sentence? Uh, yeah, you're big. So. So. Okay, now I'll add another one. As you are sort of looking around, it it did occur to you, obviously, as you just sort of declared that you want to look for a supply closet. Mm-hmm. And you take a pretty good guess where to go look for one. Okay. Uh, you look actually just inside of the um, surgical lobby. Uh-huh. Off in the corner, not too far from the bathrooms, is actually a janitor supply closet. Yeah, I'm not looking for janitor supplies. I'm looking for medical supplies. Well, that's going to be much further into the hospital. You're going to really need to sort of deep dive into this they, joint to find medicine. They wouldn't have, like, medical supplies right there next to the surgery area? Next to that th- surgery theater? See, you're not actually in a surgery theater. You seem to have misinterpreted dramatically what I mean by surgical lobby. This is literally a waiting area where stupid people sit down and wait for other people to not die. Ah. Yeah, this is literally a lobby, not a theater. Okay, I don't... Well, I mean, I knew it was I knew it was the surgical lobby, but I figured that would be close to the surgery area. Uh, it technically is. That's further down the hall, and they would only have certain medications and drugs down there... You would need to go further to actually reach, like, the pharmaceutical wing that you seem to be looking for. It's not just medicine I'm looking for. I'm looking for, like, scalpels and bandages and tape and, like, any medical shit I can find. You'll need to go much further into the surgical wing to actually get to that stuff. Okay, I'm gonna do that then. Um, alright, so not gonna make use of the fact you found an actual supply closet? Well, since you're asking, yes, I am going to look in there now. I mean, you asked for it in the first place. I was so... looking for a medical supply closet. Okay. Uh, go ahead and roll vision. Uh, 20. Alright, nicely done. So, I issued oh. one of my big so's, so I'm you not, write I'm the not, big so. I'm not used to counting them, okay? It's not <laughs> You really should be the one tallying them since you're paying more attention than I am. Anyway, as you're looking the janitor supply closet you are able to find a jug of bleach which could be helpful um you're able to find a bucket you're able to find a box cutter any interest in any of those things a mop maybe some tape i'll take the bleach okay are you gonna put that in your backpack yes so you've got the bleach, you're ignoring the duct tape, the box cutter, the fucking... I will take duct tape. There you go. I don't think I need the box cutter because I've already got a pointy thing. Fuck it. Odessa takes the box cutter. She's you really like... want us to have that box cutter. Are we going to have to fight a box monster? The box cutter's made of steel, you dingbat. It's basically a free pointy. Oh, that's true. Well, okay. Yeah, I'm glad Odessa has it then. Ooh, I'm buzzing. Oh, somebody followed me on Twitter. Really? I wonder if they followed me. Um, hi, Hunter does stuff. I will follow you back now. Uh, I did not get followed. Aww. Unless it just didn't give me a notification about it. Uh, it... Nope. Yeah. Nope, nope, nope. I did get a new follower the other day. That was kind of thrilling. That is pretty exciting. Shout out to Oxy Scrub. And if you want to get a little shout out, just 
follow me and I'll probably say thank you. Yeah, it, the best way to get shouted out on the podcast for following us is to uh, is to follow, follow us, us on Saturday evenings while we're recording. <laughs> or alternately join our Patreon. We actually have a patron now. Yes. Anyway. So you've got bleach, duct tape, and Odessa has a box cutter. And you have everything that you actually personally want out of the janitor's closet. I think so, yes. Now I will mention... There is exactly one other thing in this surgical lobby that you might want. And because you mentioned that you were looking for the medicines, I'll go ahead and kind of give it to you anyway. Okay. If you want it. Okay. There's Tylenol over at the uh, reception desk here in the surgical lobby. If you want it. If you don't want it, I don't really care. You've already expressed you're going further into the surgical lobby. I might as well take it. I mean, the... Even people in hiding can get headaches. So. Thank you. Uh-huh. So. So. No, no, no. That was all you. I just went. You said so. Yeah, but it wasn't a big one. It didn't need to be a big one. It was the right kind of so. It was going to be in the form of a question, though, not a declarative statement. So it was the wrong kind of so. So. I was going to ask. So where do you want to go? Three. Oh, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> You're in the surgical lobby, so where do you want to go? Uh, I want to try to move um, deeper into the hospital. Uh, are there a lot of signs? Is there a map anywhere in the hospital? Uh, there's a map, but it doesn't actually guide you into the surgical wing. It literally just tells you very basic shit around the lobby. Uh, leading you out of the surgical lobby back into the main lobby, over to a gift shop and a little cafe area and the cafeteria. Are there any doors that say do not enter? Uh, there's, there's one, but it's not actually what leads you out of the surgical lobby. And I was going to point you into the actual surgical wing that you wanted to go to, but you instead decided to start asking about maps. Ah, okay. Well, go back to directing me then. Thank you. So, as you're stepping out of the surgical lobby past the reception desk... There are two different directions that you could go, and neither one actually has a map. It's just kind of expected if you work here, as a doctor does, you know where to go. So do you want to go left, or do you want to go right? Meanwhile, I'm going to roll this die to make you squirm. And, and I'm going to re-roll that, because I bumped it. Why are you not allowed to hide what you rolled for me? That's not fair. I am allowed. I Technically like speaking, I could have a DM screen. I've got one. But I choose not to try and set it up because cables. I appreciate that. Normally I have this facing you so you can do maths for me. <laughs> but I am allowed to do secretive rolls. I don't like it. I know you don't. But I, ha- I-, I have good news and I have bad news. Okay. The good news is you're not dead. The bad news is you're probably going to be. This show really is just you trying to kill me. Sometimes, yeah. <clears throat> uh, okay, I'm going to decide if I'm going to roll left or right, or go left or right by rolling. Uh, <laughs> left <laughs> left is even. You roll the die, and Alex just starts rolling that way down the hall. Just, come on, guys. <laughs> I'm glad I got my one out of the way there, so I guess I'm going to the right. There you go. So. I'm busy. I'll write it down in a second. Oh, yeah, fixing your die so that it eventually rolls the right way. It lands on a 20. Yeah. Yeah. Need to teach it to rest in the right spot. So, as you're heading right, 
initially there's just a window on your right side uh-huh. and a few doors on your left, uh, which just seem to lead into more waiting areas, but these have like overturned hospital beds and stuff like that. Okay. Uh, do you want to try investigating one of these areas? Um, no, I want to focus on trying to find, uh, medical supplies. The actual surgical room? Okay. Am I still on the first floor? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you have not actually moved up a floor at all. I have not descended. Correct. So. I really should just leave it on that page. Or you should have started marking it on a different page. Don't argue with me. As you're navigating this hallway... You do eventually, as you're nearing the end of the hall, reach an enormous set of doors that say, do not enter. Okay, well, I entered them. You are now actually in a very large round room, which has more do not enter doors. And this room has a row of uh, wash basins, as well as um, carts of gowns. Yay! Okay. Uh, I want to poke my head through a couple doors, see if I can find anything that looks like supplies. Okay. Each of the rooms is another surgical uh, operating room. Mm-hmm. Operating theater. Operating room. Not all of them are theaters. That I thought is... the theater was just a general name for them. Or is theater when, when you can like look on from above. If I'm remembering correctly, the theater is when you can look on from above. Otherwise, okay. it's an operating room. Gotcha. Anyway. So, yeah. If, if I remember right, like, not... There might be one actual, like, theater, surgical theater in this room. Okay. Or, like, in this set of five. Uh, so, I'm going to go ahead and give you a choice of one through five. And you said you were going to pop your head into two of them? Uh, I think I said a few of them. I'm just I'm just looking through doors trying to see if I could find uh, anything that looks like it might be storage. That's great. Pick one. One through five. Uh, four. All right. As you poke your head into four, there is a little creature, a reptile-looking thing, playing with matches, sitting on a hospital bed. Is it a goblin? It's a gremlin. Uh, that too. Yeah, because the, the goblins are the hairy ones, and the gremlins are the reptilian ones. Okay. Yeah. You know, the ones I totally ripped off from a movie by accident. Because <laughs> I, I didn't in originally intend for them to be so very much just, you know, Steven Spielberg gremlins. Uh-huh. Um, I just kind of stumbled into that because it's just such an iconic look uh-huh. for a creature like that. I mean, even technically the Twilight Zone stole the idea mm-hmm. a little bit. I mean, I guess that was produced by Spielberg as well, so it is just kind of a Spielberg gremlin again, but mm-hmm. the point stands. Yeah, okay, I shoot it. With the arrow? Mm-hmm. All right, uh, go ahead and give me a shooty boy roll. Uh, it's a good thing I have a high archery skill, 15. Nicely done. So the shot does not go through the gremlin's head. But it does shoot through its body, throws it off of the hospital bed. The match lands on the hospital bed and catches the bed alight. And the gremlin is laying on the floor screaming. Wonderful. Uh, I'm going to knock another arrow and shoot it again. 
damn it, 17? Yeah. Yeah, uh, you shoot the screaming gremlin in the face, and its head pops like a zit. Gross. Yeah. Go ahead and roll me instinct. Ah! 30. A chill goes down your spine. You don't know what's coming, but you know you need to hide as soon as possible and as well as possible. Great. Okay. Um, can I use Glamour? So the catch with Glamour, and let me actually go ahead and look up and quote the rules with this, is if I remember right, you can't simply hide yourself. I just want to make myself look like someone else. Uh, like who? Not myself. One second, let me double check the rules on... Oh, I don't actually have them written down in here. <laughs> yeah, because, uh, yeah. Yeah, the fairies didn't make it into the original guidebook. Yeah. They're an expansion pack. Which I need to finish writing. Because uh, I wanted to actually have that out before the halfway point. Well, I guess technically we still are not quite halfway through the season, but... By the time that I'm done, we're probably going to be done with season two. Because mm. although it's shorter, it's giving me a hard time writing it. But I want to see if I've got any of my original notes on abilities of glamour. All right, so I'll go ahead and tell you. The idea of glamour is that you can't cancel yourself out, but you can disguise yourself as other people, or to a lesser extent, other things. I want to make myself look like Officer Lapland. Really? Yeah. But, like, not police clothes, obviously, just his face. Alright, um... Go ahead and give me a 5d6 roll, please. That was the first, uh, like, random person I've seen whose name popped into my head. I was like, hmm. Alex just saw him? I bet that's who they would disguise themselves as. <laughs> 18. All right. Now what are you going to do with Odessa and Keith? Uh, I mostly, I just wanted to make myself not look like Alex. Uh, and then, um, Hmm. Where are we going to hide? I'm going to keep looking for me- you have uh, 20 remaining seconds. I have 20 seconds. Okay. I want to run into one of the rooms. Is there any like closets or anything off the room? No, there's just the surgical, uh, rooms, the operating rooms. I nearly said surgical theater. Thank you for putting that in my head. <laughs> Uh, is there, so there's no, clo- not even a, uh, a janitor's closet around here? Uh, not in this room, no. Okay. Uh, can I step back into the next room and see if there's anything out of there? Out of this room is the hallway. Is danger? Uh, you do not know. Okay. All you know is that you now have 15 seconds. Okay. Is there a, is there a window outside of, are there any windows? Uh, from here, no, not until okay. you go back into the hallway. Okay, and I tell them, guys, something's coming. I don't know what it is, but we gotta hide. Odessa looks around for a minute. Well, she just rolled a 20. Did they comment on my face changing suddenly, or do they? are they just like, oh, that's just Alex being Alex? I mean, Keith's not saying shit. He's used to it. Okay. And Odessa, she still knows that it's Alex, and doesn't really give a shit. Uh, she recognizes Alex is saying hide. Uh-huh. So Odessa looks around, spots a vent in the ceiling, jumps for it, pulls the vent, like, hatch open, uh-huh. and then starts scrambling up inside, 
and says to Keith, hand me the vent cover, hand me the vent cover, and holds it shut. Okay, well, she's got herself hidden, damn it! Uh, uh... Okay, I'm going to step into operating room three. All right. Uh, you step into Can operate. I grab my arrows on the way? Huh? Can I retrieve my arrows on the way? Oh, no. The gremlin was in operating room four. Never mind. Yeah. Okay, sorry. Uh, you go into operating room three, and it's basically untouched. Okay. Um, it looks like one of the cabinets in the corner may have been rummaged through, but that's about it. Could I fit in a cabinet? Uh, no, it's, it's almost like a filing. Are there cabinet. any, like, lockers or anything? No. Okay. In the thing okay, where the gown... Okay, s- stop for two seconds so I can finish describing a space before you have an aneurysm, and then I need to choke you to death. <laughs> I need to hide, though. I understand that. <laughs> but I also need to tell you what you're seeing so you can make a smart decision and not be a stupid fuck for once in Alex's short, brief, miserable existence. <laughs> Excuse you, but okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying, does Alex have a good track record of making decisions? No. no. <laughs> Who makes Alex's decisions? You. So we have to look at the fact that you are the connective tissue to all of Alex's problems, <laughs> and I'm trying to keep you alive, believe it or not. I'm just trying to make that an interesting process. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I still blame Alex for all their decisions. Anyway, carry on. Now... You cannot fit inside of a cabinet. There's not really anything in this room that's going to necessarily help you. But Keith pokes his head into the room and says there's an overturned hospital bed in uh, operating room two that you might be able to hide behind. Okay, that's probably my best bet. And uh, where are you going to go? He shakes his head and says, I don't know yet. Uh, is, uh, you said there's things with gowns. Are those, like, laundry bins or anything like that? Is that something Alex could hide in? Somebody smaller than Keith? Actually, there is a laundry bin of hospital gowns in one corner. It's mostly empty, though. Uh, but there is a pile of clean laundry, or clean hospital gowns, um, or technically, like, surgical covers. Yeah. That you could dump in there to artificially fill it. Okay, you hide behind the bed, I get in this thing. And uh, I jump in there and cover myself with uh, the gowns. And, uh, Roll movement. Okay, and underneath the blankets, or whatever, not blankets, but you know, the gowns, uh, I'm drawing my gun since I probably can't really easily have my bow out. Uh, movement. 13. Not very good. Not very good at all. I'll go ahead and say you managed to get yourself covered. Barely as the door opens. You do not have time to pull your gun, and if you move now, you will absolutely give yourself away. Okay. You barely manage to hide yourself in time. You hear footsteps pacing the room. Just one pair of footsteps? Okay. That was a nod, by the way, everyone, since this is an audio <laughs> medium. I just like to be very quiet and subtle sometimes. Believe it or not. It works in person. Not quite so much <laughs> via audio. Yeah. It's a it's a downfall. But people like my voice and I don't know why. Oh, Yeah. I've been told that I have a voice like velvet. And I'm like, I don't hear it. I really don't fucking hear it. But thank you. Thank you for having this delusion about me. I'm, I'm going to take it. Anyway. <laughs> so you managed to just barely cover yourself. And you hear this pacing around the room. (laughs) 
They go into surgical room one. Which one was Keith in? You don't remember? Can I roll intellect to see if I can remember which one he went into? That's how intellect works. It's in the guidebook. Yes, it is. (laughs) Oh, dear. Uh, (laughs) Ten? You don't remember for sure. Maybe it was... Maybe it was five? Maybe it was one? You're really not sure. God damn it. That should be something easy to remember, I feel like, because it just happened. It, well, yeah, it just happened, but look, the, it went right out of your head that quickly. It did. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I mean, sorry, Alex forgot. They're they're not they're not perfect. And in, in, in their panic, Alex forgot where Keith went. Yeah. Where did Odessa go? I know she's up in the vent. There you go. I know Keith went to hide behind a bed. I just don't remember which room it was in. Oh, I'm hoping it was me. two. I'm hoping it was two. Please, for Keith's sake, be two. Oh no, that, that that was Odessa. I know, I'm just saying, I hope it was room number two, because that's what I'm remembering. I just don't know if I'm remember I'm remembering correctly. Well Oh dear. The footsteps come out of room one and proceed into room two. Oh dear. Oh no. You are lucky as shit. Okay, good. That that was an obscenely lucky roll on your part. <laughs> Like, I should re-roll that shit kind of lucky. No, no, you really shouldn't. There's no need for that. No, there, there isn't. Because it rolled just fine. It didn't, there was no interference. There wasn't. Uh, it was a perfectly valid roll. It's just funny how fucking lucky that was. I'll go ahead and tell you how lucky that was. All right? The person who's looking has really good vision. Really good vision. And rolled a one. <laughs> The footsteps come out of surgical room two and proceed into surgical room three. Okay. Good thing there's nothing to see in there. Oh, but there is. Oh, dear. There is a dead goblin. Oh, that's right. There is. Oh, shit. Okay. Full of arrows. Oh, there's only two. That's still full of arrows. Okay. Yeah. And uh, those are steel-tipped arrows. Yes. The kind that, you know, fairies wouldn't be using. Oh, dear. Yeah, they don't use those. But someone does. And this person knows someone that does. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Let's see if they can figure it out. Oh, God, oh, they're yeah. the 20. Handily. Oh, no. oh yeah, they, they've got this. Uh, they've got this pegged. The footsteps, the footsteps come out of surgical room three. And march to the center of the room where there were those wash bins. And you hear a metallic tang as boots step up onto the wash bins. And a familiar voice says, Alex, come out. Just come out. Go ahead and roll intellect. To see if I recognize the voice? Yeah. Uh, 23. Is it Sam? That's Sam Marlowe. Oh. I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing. Uh, Yeah, Sam Marlowe doesn't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing either. (laughs) Uh, Alex, don't, don't make me look for you. Don't make me scour this fucking room for you. 
roll for impulsive bitch. <sighs> impulsive bitch stays quiet and keeps herself inside the vent. Okay, I roll for less impulsive bitch. Less impulsive bitch keeps himself hidden behind a bed. <laughs> it's your lead. Alex wants to come out, but there's no... Every way to climb out of a bin that's got hospital gowns in it is going to be really unflattering. Well, I mean, in fairness, you just got found out for being an idiot, so... That thing would was a potential danger to me, so... What, I... the gremlin? Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, that's not, that's <clears throat> not you being found out for but being... But for leaving my arrows? Well, not only for leaving your arrows, but also for the fact that you hid in a laundry bin... My of options. I look, Keith needed a place to hide too, and he was not going to fit in there. Well, no. Well, I mean, he could have. It wouldn't have been easy, but he could have fit in there. Yeah. Well, just I... drape one surgical gown over the top, <laughs> and it looks full. You needed an entire pile. <laughs> Sorry for trying to look out for my friend. Okay, I'm gonna um... heads up as. Like, oh, I'm as sorry, a, I'm getting loud. You're fine. As a friend, I don't know. It's beyond just loud. As oh. as a friend, you didn't do badly. Yeah. But as a GM. You suck. <laughs> I need okay. to give that context of one version of me thinks you did very well. The other version of me needs to mock you relentlessly to make you feel bad so that as you emerge, it's with as much humility as possible. You, you did bad and you should feel bad. Um, you stupid piece of garbage. <laughs> okay, I'm going to uh, drop the glamour and uh, poke my head out. Are you just going to pop up like a fucking mushroom? Or... Basically, yeah. And as you pop up, there is an override arrow pointed directly at your face. Oh, is it? Is Sam the one holding the bow? Yeah. Okay, well, that's possibly good. At least, maybe. And she rolls her eyes and lowers the arrow. Okay, good. Hey, And uh... unknocks it and just shakes her head and asks... Why are you here? I didn't know it was you. Of course I was going to hide. Or do you mean here in the hospital in general? Here in Boomgard in general. I came back to help my friends. You should not have come back. Your friends and you were gone. You are out of here. You were safe from this fucking nonsense. Yeah, well, not all of my friends. Some of my friends are still trapped here. Like who? My police friends who I was working for before. How long did you know them? Well, not very long, but that doesn't mean I don't care about them. You do good or dipshit. When are you going to understand that if you are dead, you can't help anybody? You want to go help people? Get the fuck out of the city. Stay clear. Don't get chopped to bits doing something stupid. Uh, I ask her, um, so... Uh, what's going on here? In town, what's... What are the fairies doing? What they've always wanted to do. Their goal, forever, has been to come back. And they're so they're just gonna take over Boomguard? Are they, like, gonna use it as, like, a, a base or something? A first colony. Great. That's just peachy. Yeah. Yeah, that's... That's how it goes. Okay, listen, I just need, I'm just here, I need to get medical supplies, I'll get them back to the police officers, and I will, 
I will try to help them get out of town, and then I'll be gone, okay? Well, we've we've got some technical issues with that. Okay. I was sent down here because one of the other fae here heard you rummaging around. Okay. So if you want medical supplies, you need to go maneuver around them, and for old times' sake, old times, like, like it wasn't just a week ago, I'll keep them distracted. Okay. I'll avoid them, and yes, I would appreciate any help you can offer. I know it puts you in a difficult situation. I know I can't expect much, but any help you can offer, would I would appreciate. And she pulls from her uh, hilt by her side, because she does have a new toy, a long, thin, overwrite rapier. And she starts just casually tapping it on the ground where it produces little puffs of smoke as the tip of the overwrite blade starts to sink into the tile floor. I, I like the new sword. Oh, thank you. I had to uh, replace the old one. I, I lost it somehow. Wink, wink. Yeah. Yeah, I found one of my own. It's uh, It served me pretty well. Good to hear. I used it to stab a god. And she raises an eyebrow at that, but doesn't say anything. Did I stab a god or did I shoot a god? I think I stabbed a god. Uh, you tried to stab a god. Okay. You managed to at least pull its weapon out of its grip and stop it from killing you. Uh, so that was cool. Okay. Yeah, I couldn't remember. You I... shot a god in the back. Okay. And you also tried to vial its blood, and oh, yeah. uh, that nearly started a fire. Oh, yeah. yeah. It was good stuff. Good stuff. Don't try and catch god blood, like, <laughs> in a non-divine container. Yeah. It will At not least it would know better. Well, yeah. I mean, who could have? Yeah. It's like, a good rule of thumb, though, is if it has a special power, its blood is probably funky. <laughs> it's a good rule of thumb. Good rule of thumb. So, oh, I'm sure we've missed at least one. Probably. Sam leads you back to the lobby. And in the softest, lowest voice possible, whispers into Alex's ear. Let me go up first. You follow after. Okay. Did um, Keith and Odessa follow or are they staying in hiding? We didn't really establish. <laughs> Keith stayed in hiding. Okay. Odessa eventually came out and followed, but is keeping a respectful distance because she does not trust Sam and does not know Sam and still thinks that Sam is unsavory. Okay. Yeah. She's not entirely wrong, but... <laughs> not, not fully, no. So, uh, Sam heads up the stairs first, and is making a bit of a ruckus by just casually slapping her rapier against the walls and tapping against the floor and running across the ceiling, producing little showers of sparks. Uh-huh. And just genuinely being a butthole about noise. Okay. Um, I've got my bow, and uh, I've got a steel arrow out. Ready. Uh, but I'm going to give it, like, a minute for Sam to... You know, keep up to her, her antics. Biz. Yeah, to do, to do her Sam thing. Her Sam thing. <laughs> and she disappears upstairs. And after she's been gone for a minute or two, you're following up? Yeah. Odessa comes along and asks, What should I do? Be quiet. Watch my back. I'll watch yours. 
shit, I'm not good at that. <laughs> but I believe in you. <laughs> but she follows along and is trying her damnedest to be quiet and is specifically using the box cutter instead of her handgun. So, small progress. <laughs> it's something. The two of you head upstairs and you're on the second floor now. You loosely remember which direction Sam went, uh-huh. which was to the left and then right and in further into the hospital. Okay. But you don't know where that leads and you don't know from where you're standing where additional supplies would actually be kept. Because uh-huh. again, they don't really map everything up here, assuming if we map it, you don't work here if we don't map it and you know you work here. I... Sorry, I just had to check something. Okay, I'm um, gonna try to... Um, I think that supplies would be centrally located, so I think Alex would probably think the same thing as a layperson not really knowing about hospitals, but it makes sense that supplies would be in a central type location to be most easily accessible from everywhere. So I'm going to try to make my way inwards to a central area looking for supplies. Okay. Did you want to go left or right? To the right, but like right and then find a way to move. Right and then left to go in? Yes. Okay. Those words. Valid. As you're heading further into the hospital, you are pleasantly surprised to find it's still dark. Okay. Dark has to be a good sign. Hopefully. Hopefully. Go ahead and roll me vision, please. Not your best. 13. You don't see anything. Now, if you would like, you can try, say, turning on your phone's flashlight. But that's entirely up to you. Uh, You are in a long, well, not super long, but a sort of long, dark hallway. There's doors on either side. This does seem to be a centralized area. Do I hear anything? Other than the occasional drip of water and Odessa just sort of... No, actually, she's not breathing. She's being startlingly quiet. Mm. She does, does she need to breathe? Apparently not. Huh. Um, did I, do I see any uh, light switches on the wall? Go ahead and roll me vision. Uh, nine. No. Now go ahead and roll me intellect. Ah, 28. You stand there for a moment looking around for light switches, which you don't find, but then it dawns on you. The power seems to be out in the entire building. There's a reason that people are around here using fires and that that are fires down in the lobby. Yeah. So it sort of clicks with you. That's kind of a waste. Of All right, time. so I'm gonna take out my phone uh, and with the flashlight. How? Oh, I'm sorry, but I'm gonna like I- I'm demonstrating for Nell so you can see what it, I mean. I uh, I'm covering the light partially to only allow a small focused beam of light out. Oh, I'm sorry, is that bright? I know how flashlights work. <laughs> I I wanted a visual represent representation for myself as much as for you. Also for proof of concept to make sure that I can still have a you know, a small amount of light just using my hand. Anyway, so you make your way uh, down the hall with this light 
and you're checking the little tiny signs because there are still little tiny signs. They're uh-huh. not maps, but there are little tiny signs. Uh-huh. And you do come across actually roughly in the center of the hospital a pharmacy counter. Okay. Which is a little desk with a whole lot of paperwork, most of which is now covered in blood. And there is a cage-lined and steel-lined room, which is now actually in part torn open. Uh, There was a lock on it. Uh Uh-huh. Someone picked that lock, and then it looks like the place got bum-rushed. And now it looks like... It kind of looks like someone else has almost kind of moved in there a little bit. Hmm. Um, you're noticing that a lot of the metal that was showing is now actually covered with what looks like, almost like a dried foam of some kind. Hmm. Yeah. Does it look like there's still medicines and stuff in there? Or does it look cleaned out? No? Oh, no, there, there's there's still medication in there. You're not sure how much or what would be useful, because obviously a hospital is going to have a lot of different drugs in it. Uh-huh. But there's there's still supplies in there. Okay. Uh, is there a way for me to get in through the door? Is the door open and stuff? Or... Oh, yeah, like I was just saying, everything is torn open. Okay. Uh, I'm going to... Can I hear anything? Uh, go ahead and roll for me, actually. Is that a vision roll, or what's it? What's hearing? Uh, there isn't really a hearing roll. It's just yeah. kind of you hear or you don't hear. Okay, well, I rolled um, a 19, so I think I hear. Uh, this is not for hearing, though. This is for specifically seeing. Oh. Uh, you don't hear anything, but you do see candlelight making its 26 way... 26 if we're doing vision, then. I mean, once you rolled a 19, I was yeah. going to kind of give it to you, because you wouldn't okay. need to roll that damn high. Okay. But you're, you're making your way along and you see this pharmacy or sort of a pharmaceutical desk and you see someone else with a candle making their way from the opposite direction around the other corner ah uh shit may I make a first recommendation go ahead and roll uh instinct please so yeah. i can make this recommendation uh, 25. Lights out? Yeah, I turned my flashlight off and uh, get an arrow ready. I'm surprised you didn't go for the handgun, but okay, fair enough. Yeah, arrow's quieter. Fair enough. Are you going to just immerse yourself as best as you can in the dark and hope the candlelight doesn't light you up? How far away is the person? Currently probably 15 feet and just around a corner, so they wouldn't be able to see you even if the candlelight illuminated you. Okay, so I'm going to just get ready with uh, with my arrow. Okay. And you're just going to stand there? Uh, I'm going to like kind of press up against a wall. Are there any open doorways I could duck into for a little more cover? Uh, there's a doorway that's not open, but you can open the door. Okay, I'm going to do that. And then sort of push it all the way open and just sort of step around the corner and just be... Ready? Yeah. I did a gesture, everyone. <laughs> I know you couldn't see it. I will let Brannigan describe it. Uh, he pretend he mimed uh, uh, aiming an arrow and hiding behind a wall. Yeah, that also, even though I don't have a wall or an arrow or a bow, hence the phrase miming or darkness to hide in. <laughs> that was the hardest part: was pretending I was hiding in the dark. I could turn off the light. Hey, that's on who the turned out the light? I love that episode. It's a good one. 
Well, good two-parter, I should say. Good story. Yeah, true. Yeah. The Vashta Dorada, like, that legitimately had me a little bit scared of shadows for a minute. <laughs> oh, see, I, I've been, like, lightly a little bit low-key scared of the dark since I was, like, seven. Same. I used a, um, a nightlight up until I was in my early 20s. I would still use a nightlight if it weren't for the fact that I work nights. Mm. So now the sun is my nightlight, <laughs> and I get to pretend that I'm not afraid of the dark when I am. Uh, at work, I still have to turn on the lights in the kitchen, regardless of anyone being there, because if everything is immersed in darkness, I still feel like I'm being watched, and I'm not I'm not down for that. Yeah, where I sit at work, um, the uh, the boss's office is uh, is right behind the um, uh, is right behind the desk. And if the door is closed, somehow it being dark in there doesn't bother me. But if but the if door is open, open, I have to turn the light on in there. Yeah. Anyway. So you're hidden around that corner. Uh-huh. And you're watching. And this figure in these elegant blue robes steps around the corner, holding a candle in this glassy candle holder. It's definitely an Oberite candle holder. You've okay. not seen anything like that before. That kind of uh-huh. caught you off guard. Yeah. And they're walking around the corner and doing actually the same thing with their candle that you were with your phone's flashlight. Uh-huh. And they're walking around and they set the candle holder. Are, are you taking a shot or just watching? I'm watching for the moment. Okay. They set their candle down on the desk sort of just on the other side of this like wall like half wall that's around the desk uh-huh and they go in and then very carefully stepping around the uh foam they go into the supply closet there the pharmaceutical supplies uh-huh and you hear them rummaging around and you hear this older male voice going oh, no, 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 don't need that yeah, that'll do. That'll do. And they're gathering stuff. And after about three minutes, they emerge. And they're carrying this just enormous pile of little boxes and bottles in their arms. Okay. And they pause. They look over in your direction. I feel like that would be a great time for me to take a shot. If you want to. I'm really tempted, but I'm also like thinking about him dropping all that stuff when I shoot him in the face and making a lot more noise. I'm going to torture you here. Are you ready? Is he going to blink? No, he starts walking in your general direction. He doesn't seem to be staring at you, but he's walking in your direction. Okay. He stops at a small cart that is right next to the door that you walked in. Okay. He picks up a syringe, and he turns around, and he starts walking away, and he picks up his candle, and he continues back the way that he came. God damn it! (laughs) Okay, well, I'm going to creep over into the... I don't know why I'm still holding the die. Um, Because you're still thinking about shooting him in the back of the head. I can tell. That's very much so. (laughs) Um... Okay, so yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go creep into the pharmacy area and see if I can find anything, anything uh, in there. Okay. Now, what you're picking up on in here mm-hmm. as you're walking in is 
this is no longer just a human pharmacy. Uh-huh. You're seeing all manner of painkillers, of uh, antihistamines, of um, anesthesias. Antibiotics. Antibiotics, antivirals, a couple of antitoxins, and a lot of, oh, also antifungals. And then you're seeing a lot of fungals, mushrooms, plants. Any trail mix? Uh, No, but you do actually see a... A uh, little glass bottle that is just full of these little tiny seeds. Hmm. And there's a label on it, handwritten, and you can't read it. If you would like to roll intellect, you can try, but... I assume it's fairy language. Uh, 19? You're really not sure. You've not seen this word before. Okay. You I don't think... think I've ever seen any fairy words, to be fair. I, I think I've only heard it. This is true. You you've never seen the language. Does the language is it does, does it use uh what's it Roman lettering Arabic num- no it's Arabic numbers and Roman lettering okay. or Latin lettering Latin lettering that's a, yeah uh no it does not use Latin lettering it it actually looks like proto runic okay there's there's variations there's. Less in the way of just jagged lines that seems to have incorporated more curvature, which, I mean, language has. Letters have anyway. Mm -hmm. Uh, But this seems to have almost evolved on a separate linguistic track. Mm -hmm. As if somewhere thousands and thousands of years ago, this used to be just a normal Earth language, and then it got taken away somewhere else to develop in its own unique way okay i want to gather up into my backpack like i want to gather all that stuff and then as many bottles of like uh pain pills uh antibiotics so hold on. <clears throat> you're gathering fairy stuff and people stuff oh yeah i'll write it down fairy stuff i'm putting human medications and fae in uh well i'm I'm not gonna tell you what that other phase stuff phase stuff human (laughs) medications and phase stuff i started to write phase stuff twice because of course i did all right so now your backpack is loaded with all sorts of goodies Uh uh-huh now as you're did i get in did i find any like bandages or scalpels or anything like that uh no scalpels but i will mention you did see where on the cart actually there was a bunch of uh gauze okay i want to grab that as well absolutely you got it and that actually will go very nicely with the duct tape yeah eh, well not really on your skin but you know. oh <laughs> also you do find a couple more syringes on there that okay. you can bring because that's important for the medication mm. not all that's true not all of it would be pills yeah <laughs> quite a few injectables yeah <laughs> but not the fun kind con- i'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> i promise i don't do drugs you don't you're too square i am very square almost as square as my dice tower uh, <sighs> rectangular but okay <laughs> actually that reminds me of something else that's bothered me since i was young uh, i want to say a teenager in the movie pulp fiction have you ever seen it i have to ask not everyone has because some people are flakes and you <laughs> happen to be a flake about movies a lot 
Not I like Tarantino though. Okay. So have you seen Pulp Fiction? Yeah. I own okay. Pulp Fiction. Okay. The so, rights to it. I could make another movie. I could make a sequel if I wanted. I could do a remake. Stop. So the moment that Uma Thurman says... Don't challenge me. I will. Sorry. The moment that Uma Thurman says, don't be a... Square. And then it like draws the lines. Yeah. She draws a rectangle. That's true. She does. Yeah. It's always fucking bothered me. It's a great moment, but she does not draw a fucking square. She draws a rectangle. Yeah. Now, I understand... I mean, there's only so much that Tarantino can do when she's physically drawing the shape with her fingers and he has to just kind of track it in the air with these lines. Yeah. But just reshoot the scene. Be like, no, actually draw a square. Yeah, draw a fucking square, Uma. <laughs> Damn it. Yeah, Come so on, you've... Fall Out Boy's gonna write a song about you. I mean, you've got amazing feet. We understand that, <laughs> but we need a square. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, so now that you're inside of this little tiny room, you're seeing that this foam seems to be some sort of sealant that they had to have picked up from a local hardware store or something. Mm -hmm. This was definitely added after the place was busted open Uh to specifically cover the steel so that they don't Uh hurt themselves. (laughs) Yeah, so there's little spots of it that aren't perfect, and you can see why the dude's, like, carefully shuffling in and (laughs) shuffling back out. So where you're standing, you remember me mentioning that you don't really need to roll to here, it's just kind of either you do or you don't? Uh Uh-huh. Where you're currently standing, you can actually hear a lot of chit-chat. Okay. From further down the hall. Okay. You can't make out exact details, but there's at least four or five voices discussing just a lot of stuff. Again, you can't make out exact details, but it seems In English? Like, yeah. Uh, almost overwhelmingly English, yes. Hmm. So if you want to go and investigate further, it might be a good opportunity to uh, get a little bit of intel. Yeah. Um. I give my backpack to Odessa, and I tell her... Go get Keith, um, you know, get outside, uh, and stay safe. I'm going to listen in and then I'll, I'll follow after you. Okay. I will mention she actually stayed behind quite further back down the hall because she got nervous about making too much noise. Okay. Which is part of why I'm sending her along. It's because she's not quite as sneaky as Alex is. Yeah. And she sort of nods and does that zip the lip and toss the key gesture. And starts to sneak back down out past over to where the stairs are. And you sort of see her and her fucked up little flashlight on her phone, which is again busted to shit. Uh huh. Disappearing away down, you're guessing the stairs. Uh huh. So as you're making your way back down the hall. And I do have an arrow ready. Do you? Mm hmm. Okay. And is that all you're going to do is just prepare an arrow? Yeah, I'm going to get an arrow ready, um, a regular arrow, and I'm just going to I'm gonna be as freaking quiet as I can. Okay. You make your way down that hall back to that corner. Uh-huh. And there's actually quite a bit of light down there. This must have been one of those lights that you were seeing from down on the ground. Uh-huh. What you're seeing is like five older male fae. And they are setting up, like, 
desks and stalls with these huge signs like trimmed with gold leaf that appears to be an actual leaf. And you can't read a word of what the fuck the signs say. But they're setting up these stalls and they're mixing these elixirs together. They're preparing for something and it doesn't look aggressive. Uh, For her part, Sam is standing over on the side and is just continuing to just tap out a little beat with the rapier just on the ground, just staring off into space, watching the windows. Does it seem to be a message that she's tapping or just absent-minded tapping? Roll intellect. Uh, 17. It seems to specifically not be any kind of message. It seems specifically designed to just be as disruptive and distracting as possible. Just noise? Yeah, just... Okay. Like, it's actively avoiding being a message to specifically disrupt any other messages trying to be passed at the same time. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, And Sam doesn't see me either, right? Oh, I don't know. I guess you're rolling. That was not for Sam. Oh, okay. I thought that was Sam's die. I mean, it's it's for technically all the fairies. Ah, okay. All the fairies have been using the same die. Gotcha. Yeah, I, I'm staying in the dark, so... Uh, um, You have been seen, but not by Sam. Oh. And not by one of the old men, either. Uh-oh. You hear this teeny tiny voice start to yell at you. And I do mean teeny tiny. It's like... Oh, okay. Uh, I look around to see where it's coming from. And you see this tiny little electric blue thing it's like it's like if tinkerbell's mother was a dragonfly a pixie that's the lone motherfuckers where is it it is flying about two feet over your head and it's yelling at you shaking its little fist and it looks angry and you can't tell why um and i can't understand it i assume no, I mean, if you would like to try to roll intellect, you can see if you can understand it. No, can I snatch it out of the air? Uh, can you reach two feet over your head? Yeah. Go ahead and roll finesse. Uh, 14? Them's the not ons Okay. This thing deftly flits just a little bit out of reach, gets up in your face, shoves a fist into your nose... And rips out some nose hairs. Oh, that sounds so painful. Oh, yes. It's it's not going to kill you, so it's not <laughs> like you have to do a fortitude roll, but it's wildly unpleasant. Yeah. This little fucking pixie starts to smack you and grab at your cheeks and tug and is still chanting something. And specifically now it's chanting something. Okay, I want to try to grab it again. Finesse? Yeah. God damn it, you are supposed to be the good guy. You were the chosen one! 16. That's actually just barely going to get it. Okay. You manage to just barely catch the little fucker, pull it off of your cheeks, and you're just squeezing it right now. Just holding it in place as it just drums at your hand, and it can't quite bend forward far enough to bite you. Okay, um, I want to head back to the, uh, like the, uh... Damn, you're lucky. What? Damn, you're lucky. Uh, I want to head back to the pharmacy. Okay. Do I see any, like, jars that are big enough to hold it? Or bottles or anything? Uh, 
what few bottles there are, uh, there's one or two left that you didn't grab that hold Fae ingredients. Mm-hmm. That could fit the pixie? Yeah. I, I dump out the ingredients and I stuff the pixie in it. The pixie is now inside the bottle. The little lid for the bottle is screwed on tight. The pixie is screaming, but is barely audible. Just okay. And every now and then you hear a little against the side of the bottle as it's hammering away, trying to get out. Go ahead and roll me instinct. Uh, 21. Everything seems slightly higher than it did before. Like I'm shrinking? You can't quite tell why yet, but everything just seems shifted upward. Do my do my clothes seem looser on me? No. Oh, Give me a vision roll. 21. It takes you a minute, but you figure out that whatever was in that bottle has caused the tiles to start to go kind of misty, like they're turning into almost a gas. And you're falling very, 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 very slowly right through the floor. Okay, well, I'm going to, like, scramble out of the misty floor and back onto the non-misty floor. Uh, Go ahead and roll me movement, please. Oh, no. Oh, no. Uh, seven. <clears throat> Failure, I assume. <laughs> uh, yeah, as, as you go to try and get off of the misty floor, your shoe kind of catches on the lip because your shoe has also been mistying on the bottom a little bit. Misting? I, I'm Liquefying? Not... Turning to a gas. Okay. Going to a spooky, ghosty vapor. Ga- gasifying? Evaporating? Yeah, the bottom of your shoe is evaporating. Okay. Kind of like the floor is evaporating. And you trip, and you end up just barely sort of catching your, well, fucked up ribs and chest (laughs) on the floor. And then you just kind of slide right through. You're back on the first floor, but you don't recognize the space, and it's dark down here. Okay, like pitch black, or? Well, other than you can see through the floor a little bit. But I'm not in a room with a window? No. Okay. Do I hear anything? No. Okay, I want to turn my flashlight on and kind of, you know, only allow a little bit of light. And look around. And get a 22. Okay. You get your flashlight turned on. Takes you a minute. And you find that you are surrounded by corpses. Am I in the morgue? No, you... Or just a dead people room? You're in an examination room that you're in an examination room which has been used as a morgue because the fae don't seem to realize that this place has a morgue ah yeah okay well can i see an exit uh after a minute you can yeah uh you want to go and very much so yes okay go ahead and give me a flat roll 18 you are lucky as hell. Uh, you, that's like the fourth or fifth time you've said that this episode. Let me put it this way. If that was less than a 15, the door was going to be locked. Ah. 
Yeah, you were going to be locked inside of a room of dead bodies. Well, I mean, it wouldn't be the first time Alex had to lockpick something. Uh, that's true. But they um, don't have their backpack. Would their lockpicking stuff... Actually, they don't have physical lockpicking stuff. They just know how to pick a lock. Uh, I, I've just been assuming that they just keep, like, some very basic stuff. Just, in their pocket? Yeah, just sort of tucked into their wallet. Yeah. It's sort of like, as long as you have your pants and therefore your wallet, <laughs> I'm assuming that you're good. So in uh, episode two of this season, they wouldn't have been good because they didn't have their pants. Correct. <laughs> yeah. They did, good thing they didn't need to pick any locks in that episode. This is true. So you get the door open and you recognize this is the other side of the hospital, the direction that you didn't go to get into the surgical section. Uh-huh. So you're able to navigate back out pretty quickly to that main lobby. Let me make sure nothing's gone tits up. And you're actually good. Odessa and Keith are hunkered down in a corner. Uh, Keith has his boomstick ready to go, and Odessa has her handgun. And initially, they both look at you, ready to shoot you, and then realize, no, that's that's Alex. That's nope, Alex. that's our fairy. That's... <laughs> That one's ours. That's ours. <laughs> and they're like, get over here, get over here. Okay, so I go over and I join them and I kind of crouch down with them in the corner. And Keith says, there was a fucking fairy that passed through here not two minutes ago, but he went upstairs. I was sure that he was going to catch you. Yeah, there's there's like five or six of them up there. We need to get the fuck out of here. Now do you have the stuff? Odessa has the stuff. And Odessa's like, yeah, I have this stuff. And Keith's just like, I'm gonna fucking kill you. Alright, let's get the fuck out of here. And Odessa's like, too late, I'm already dead, dipshit. <laughs> and he just shoots you a look like you just had to bring this into our lives. <laughs> hey, he, it's funny that he liked Odessa at first, and then now apparently Odessa and Alex are friends, and he doesn't like Odessa anymore. <laughs> Everyone takes a turn hating Odessa. You guys are able to make your way out of the hospital. Only to find that the car has been stolen. Okay, good thing we didn't leave anything important in it. Any uh, other cars around? Uh, there is one which appears to have been specifically and purposefully plowed into a wall on purpose. Specifically and purposefully plowed into a wall on purpose? Yes. Okay. Thank you. Uh, Alright, well, we're going to hoof it back then. If I see a car on the way, we'll take it, but... Uh... Otherwise, you did say earlier it was only a mile, mile and a half away. Uh-oh, he's going to roll. Go ahead and give me a movement roll. Um, 22. There's a very brief moment where you think that this one trail mix addict spotted you. Uh-huh. But he looks at you, squints... And then runs past you and jumps headfirst through the window of an electronics store. Sounds about right. The rest of the trip is fairly uneventful and you're able to make it back to the dragon's nest. And we will pick up next time as you're walking in to be the hero of the dragon's nest. Yay! Woo! All right. And I think that's going to go ahead and wrap us up here. Let me get my dice tower closed, all nice and pretty-like. Uh, so like we were talking about earlier, if you want to follow us on Twitter, uh, I'm at Brannigan Star with, well, a total of three N's, but the first set of N's, there's two, and there's two R's. 
I am MX MXM Null. That I don't know why suddenly I'm having a hard time with that. <laughs> Normally I don't have a hard time with it's that. Your own name. Uh, and then the the podcast itself on Twitter is uh, is at Midtown Mythos. Uh, we also have a Tumblr um, and uh, a Facebook. And- oh oh oh! And if you have like any really neat questions, send them to Midtown Mailbag at Gmail dot com. Because I would love to answer more questions. Uh, We're going to try and gather a bunch of them for the end of the season for a big blowout again, like we did last season. Uh, It doesn't even have to be a neat question. Any question would be fine. Yeah, Uh. (laughs) even if you think it's a dumb question, chances are I'm just going to be thrilled and delighted to answer it. Please send things. Yeah, we haven't gotten a question in a while. Um, Yeah. Uh, oh, uh, and, uh, if you, if you want to play Mythos, uh, we have a Discord, uh, and, uh, once a week, uh, I get together with a couple of people, and, uh, I run a game of Mythos, uh, in the most recent session, I, uh, I laid what I thought was a very obvious trap for our players, and, uh, and they fell right into it, and, uh, so I, I'm gonna find out Tuesday what's gonna happen next. Oh, and also, if you get bummed out because you're not online at the same time as Brannigan, try just popping on, like, once a night about between 2 and 5 in the morning, and you might see me in there, and then if you catch me in the right spirit, I might just randomly start telling you secrets about the show that I really shouldn't, and (laughs) it will make Bran squirm uncomfortably to read them after the fact. So, uh, yeah, it's fun times guaranteed for all. Yeah. Uh, I think that covers it. That's a wrap, Mythheads. Peace. Midtownies. <laughs>